Let it be all of you and none of me, Lord God. And, Father, we thank you for what you're about to uh, share with us today. We bless you for it in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, Tuesday of last week, we had a uh, conversation, um, a talk with Apostle. And, you know, through my monthly uh, calls, you know, uh, with Apostle, he, you know, he talked to us about various different things. Well, this particular time, uh, when, I, when he talked to us, I can... Uh, hear the concern in his voice concerning uh, the church and, and uh, the things that, in, in the direction that, you know, the church is going through. So he's really um, uh, pushing the LTMA churches, <coughs> excuse me, to uh, fulfill what they are supposed to be doing, walking and operating uh, like they're supposed to. What he said was that uh, the times are changing fast and rapidly. And the old paradigm that the church has been operating in can no longer reach the generation that we're dealing with now. This generation that we're dealing with now um, uh, has um, uh, uh, is a different. You you need a um, you really need a very unique unique you know, anointing to deal with them, and, but yet you need to understand um, not only where they where they are, but you need to understand where you are. So as he was saying this, you know, I, I've been um, thinking and meditating based on New Life Christian Center Ministries and and um, what we have been trying to accomplish and where we where we have been trying to go. And and, and um, uh, one of the things uh, that we've been working on is really understanding what our true identity is. You know, um, you know the vision creating leaders, how we do it by imparting the life of Christ to you. So um, in order to become any type of leader in any aspect of your life, you know, um, you need to know who you are in Christ. It's, 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 it's no getting around that because either Christ is going to lead you or the world system is going to lead you, and then there's no ride in the fence with that. You see, there, there, there's no ride in the fence. So as the Holy Ghost been giving me instructions on teaching on a purpose, basically a purpose-driven life or purpose, he's been breaking this thing down in so many different aspects of purpose. 
and why purpose is so important. He had talked to us about um, uh, uh, as far as um, our conversation, you know, our tongue. He had talked to us about um, um, being um, a spiritual junkie. He had talked to us about um, how we have less, how we have, uh, been keeping our house uh, desecrated, you know, how we've been, you know, um, so many other things have been uh, more important than focusing on the things that uh, that you need to focus on in order for us to live the God kind of life or a purpose-driven life like God wants us. Um we have, uh, um, you know, we have been uh, teaching on various different aspects of a purpose-driven life, and um, to the point, you know, it it got me actually thinking about writing a book concerning this, the, you know, the purpose-driven life. We we also realized too that the purpose-driven life. It comes from uh, uh, divine instructions from God, and it also is developed uh, by God's government apostolically. So your purpose-driven life isn't just doing the, the work of God, but it's actually uh, um, um, operating within God's government to fulfill God's divine plan. Y'all got that? It's operating in God's government to fulfill, excuse me, God's divine plan. So we have to come to a place in our life that we need to realize that our life truly is God's life. We we have to come we have to come to that point. We also got to come to a point too that everything that God has for us is divine. You know, it not only comes with divine instructions, but it also comes with a divine insight, uh, wisdom, knowledge. You know, it also comes with uh, uh, anointing. It, you know, being able to. Uh, destroy yokes. And see, in this generation that we live in right now, you know, we have to learn how to destroy the yoke of the enemy. And that that can happen by how we uh, live our life. Now, let me say this. A purpose-driven life is designed to be successful. You can't fail with a purpose-driven life. It, 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 it guarantees, your purpose-driven life guarantees your success. It, because it's, it's divinely set up, it has God's government backing it 100%. It, it, it's, it's, just, it's just truly amazing what a purpose-driven life can do for a, purpose, for a person. If you yield, things will happen out of the normal. You see, you know, um, certain miracles will manifest. Certain things will just happen. <clears throat> now, 
I say this as in to say this. We do ourselves a major uh, disjustice. That's the word that I'm looking for. When we don't meditate on a word, we don't uh, confess or speak our divine purpose, when we don't take time to, to, to meditate on the things of God and where we take uh, what we have been given for God lightly. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the enemy don't take it lightly. He, he looks at this as a way to be able to tear uh, you down and to stop you from fulfilling what God wants you to have in your life. You see, we have gone about all sorts of means and methods and, and all sorts of ways of trying to uh, 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 get the blessing of God. Well, folks, let me say this. Your purpose is connected with God's blessing. It's connected with God's blessing. It's, it's, you can't live this purpose-driven life under any normal circumstances. But see, what y'all have to understand is that y'all are the tool that God needs. It ain't, it, it ain't, it ain't the the blessing. It ain't the anointing. It ain't it ain't none. It, it ain't none of that. It's about your heart surrendering to God properly, so God can use you. You can do the things God wants you to do. The only way you can do that. Let me go back. The only way you can do the thing God wants you, want you to do is if you have to develop a deep love for Him, and your desire is to please Him, not yourself. So when you walk away from the Word of God, when you don't take time to meditate, when you don't take time to to to, because I'm gonna tell you, me and Reverend go to great depths in order to minister to y'all on Sunday and on Wednesday. And the best way to honor us, to honor apostle, and to honor God is to meditate on what you're being taught. You see, it's, it's, it's not good if your leader gets into a position where he feels as though that he's wasting his time. That's, that's not a good thing at all because what's going to happen is is that everything that's under him is going to be af- affected. And, and what I mean by that is that, you know, uh, by you meditating and by you, um, um, by you meditating on the Word of God and by you doing what you're supposed to do, listening to what, you know, um, you're being taught and meditating on it, what you're doing is that you are strengthening the hands of your leader, whether you realize that or not. You're holding his arms up. You're keeping his hands in a position to hear from God to be able to give you the instructions you need on Sunday to be able to deal with the areas and the issues that's going on in your life. 
And then I look, I look at it like this. Um, I used this analogy a long time ago, and I'm, I'm going to use it uh, uh, again just, just for the sake of trying to get you all to truly understand what I'm saying to you. When a person goes to war, when an when a armed forces or whatever goes to war, right, they don't just jump in going out and going to the battleground and fight. They go in for briefing first before they go out and fight. Do you realize that the world is your war, is your battleground that you deal with every, every day, every week, every moment, that the, the world is your battleground? On Wednesdays and Sundays are your briefing days. This is where you get your instructions. Come uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday are your days that you need to meditate on the instructions so you can battle and deal with the war that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. You see? You see? Well, when, when that is set up like that, what God would do is... He would design your day according to his purpose. Are y'all listening? He will will design his day, your day, according to his purpose. So everything you do within that day, you will have the anointing to destroy yokes and tear down burdens. You will have the anointing to to change the atmosphere of, 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 of people that's around you. You will have the, the anointing to just remove things. Now, I, like, I've, like I've said in times past, I know with me and Reverend, there have been things that have, have been blocking us, but when God is involved, there is nothing that can block you. God will give you strategy, you will move around it, or God will remove it from, from you. You see, but now, all of this that I said concerning your purpose, one thing that you must come to grips with, one thing you must really come to grips grips with is... um, Let's let's turn to Second uh, Timothy three seven. I'm going to turn there now. It says Second <clears throat> Timothy three seven talks about ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. So that means we sit here and we 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 learn, we gain. But do you realize your truth? Do you realize the truth? Do you realize that you are God's divine purpose? Do you realize that truth? Do you realize that you are called for greater work than you? Do you realize that truth? 
Do you realize that you're able to change things by getting on your knees and praying and asking God to, to, to give you instructions on things? Do you realize that you're able to do that? Do you, do you acknowledge that truth? Do you acknowledge the truth of whom you are? Do you acknowledge that? Do you acknowledge the truth that you are on a divine assignment, whether you realize it or not? Do you acknowledge that truth? Do you realize that? You aren't here by accident. You are here because there's a purpose for you being here. Do you acknowledge that truth, that you are created in God's image, in God's likeness? that you have the ability, you have the ability to do whatever needs to be done. Do you realize that? Do you acknowledge that truth? Do you realize that you don't have to be fearful? You don't have to be sick. You don't have to be broke. You don't have to be in the state of any kind of confusion because that's of the enemy. Do you realize and acknowledge that truth? But yet you're, you're steady learning, according to the scripture, you're steady learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. So what I'm saying today is that if you can't acknowledge the truth of who you are, then what are you acknowledging? What are you living? What are you doing? We well, you saying that you know I'm a Christian, but yet you know uh, you're not even acknowledging the truth of the evidence of your life. Reverend last week saying uh, how her message I think was the title of it was uh, how to know uh, your divine purpose or how to walk in your divine purpose. So that when that, that title when she said that last week it has it had rain with me uh, 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 throughout part of the week. And I said, wow, you know, even if you was to know your purpose, are you willing to operate under the truth of that purpose? There are some things you may know, but there are some things you may not know. There are some things you will come to an understanding of, right, but yet you like to do it is because you have not realized or you didn't realize how important for you to fulfill what needs to be done is because you aren't acknowledging the truth. Every Sunday and every Wednesday, when we come together, we are getting divine instructions 
for us to be able to live throughout the week. Divine instructions. But have we acknowledged the truth of that? Have we acknowledged it? We say, wait a minute. You know, I already have what I need to overcome what I'm dealing with. Some things are going to take a little bit more time, and the reason why that is is because of you. We haven't, you haven't taken the time that you need to acknowledge the truth within you to be able to overcome that thing that needs to be done. And tell me and Reverend realized and came to the, the, the point of acknowledging the truth of this truck, the reason why we have this truck, and establish its purpose through truth, then we were able, then, we are, then the truck came fast. It, it, it was no hesitation. It didn't, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't have any problem, but here it is. You first must be truthful with yourself. You must come to the grips with yourself and say, okay, you know, I have these divine instructions. Lord, what is it? How can I? Or what is it that I need to do? Or, or come to the, or bring me to the place, Lord God, that I have complete understanding of how I need to do what I need to do. Now, let me see here. Psalms, no Proverbs. Proverbs, Proverbs. Uh, let me see. Let's see what I want here. Proverbs six sixteen. Now, one of these things that I'm about to read to you is, is stopping you or will stop you from acknowledging the truth. It says, uh, Proverbs 6.16, these six things does the Lord hate. Hate is a strong word. Now we're talking about God. And then, then he hates these these sixteen. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. So these are the things that can affect your purpose, which become an abomination to him, and these are the things that he hates. So even with our purpose, our divine purpose that we have, because it's divine, it, it's, it carries a weight of us not operating in any sin. Now, let me say this. Uh, well, let me read this. Not say, but let me read this. Okay, the six things. One, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands to shed innocent blood, and heart that devilishly wicked imagination. Feet that is bad to swift and run into mischief, being in somebody else's business. A false witness that speaks lies. 
There it is, lies again. And he says, uh, 17, he talks about a lying tongue. And 19, he talks about lies. Speaketh lies. And he that sowed discord amongst the brethren. Six things are an abomination to him. They the six things that can remove you out of God's divine purpose. Somebody give me a bin and let me know they heard what I just said. Amen. 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 So now, you know, we have to understand that, you know, y'all are on on uh, an assignment. You see? It's not about you finding a job or you getting a check or you doing this and that. It's not your assignment, people. Your assignment is coming to know the truth of your purpose. Your assignment is to come to know the truth to your purpose. We got to stop lying to ourselves because once we start lying to ourselves, and 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 and, and what I mean by that is that um, uh, saying that oh I can do this later or this doesn't need this amount of attention. I don't need to pray right yet. I don't need to do this. I don't. You we need to stop lying to ourselves because what's eventually going to happen is that we're going to start lying to others. Because people thinking that you're in a position that you truly aren't in. So, you see, because the world will probably look at you and say, oh, okay, oh, you you, you, you all spiritual. But yet, you know, uh, and then they're going to start laughing at you because, you know, uh, 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 they know you live in a lie. And the enemy can just toy and just with you anytime he feels is because you don't understand or come to the knowledge of truth to your purpose. We need to constantly check ourselves. We need to find out why we go to church. We need to find out the reason why we're doing what we're doing, folks. We are in the last days. Things are getting darker and darker and darker, you know, people don't really give a fine nanny who you are. They don't care. You can die in front of them. They will record it on their phone, and then they will turn and laugh. They will throw it out on Facebook and laugh about it, or or, or, or they see people in trouble. They will do nothing. They won't even lift a hand these days to help anybody. But yet we come to we come to church every day. I mean, you know, we we come to church, but we we, we can't acknowledge the truth. The truth is, this isn't about you. It's about fulfilling and putting yourself in a position where God can use you and He can trust you. God is going to protect you regardless. He is going to protect you. He is going to look after you because you are a rare. You are like a diamond in a raw. 
God told me and Reverend that we will fulfill what, we, what he calls us to do. We will, we, you know, me and Reverend don't have a choice, and I love it. So what that means to me is that, you know, regardless of my shortcomings, regardless of my shortcomings and, and, and the things that I don't quite yet understand, I know that God is going to see me through it, and I know he's going to carry me through this. Any way, anyhow, anything that comes against me, you know, I will be protected if I am operating in God's divine purpose. If I'm not doing any one of these things, I, excuse me, I will be fine if I don't have a proud look, a lying tongue, thinking I'm something that I'm not trying to convince people that I'm doing something that, that I'm not. This is why I don't worry about the size of our ministry is because it's not about what they think. It's about how God wants to set it up and design it. See, we are apostolic, and a lot of people don't understand that. That means that we're God. We have taken New Life Christian Center ministry back to God's original plan for what we are designed to do. That is to bring these leaders to the point that they know and understand their purpose and they're operating in the fullness of what God said for them. 18, a heart that does devilish and wicked imaginations. So that means you're sitting here thinking about all sorts of wicked things, hurting people, uh, doing wrong to people, or, 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 or um, uh, I, it could be sexual, it could be uh, appetite, it could be anything that's going to come against you fulfilling God's purpose. Feet that, bear, that, that be swift in the run in the mischief. You've got to always know what's going on. You got to always be in what's happening, what's going on with this, what's going on with that. Look, you don't realize that, you know, you are truly hurting yourself. Now, let me ask you a question. I just want to lay this out here, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to tap into this, and I ain't going to go no further with this. Abraham, right? Abraham. When he left his family, right, he took Lot with him. Well, when he took Lot with him, Lot was a, you know, Lot became just as blessed as he did. Well, Lot got high-minded. Other things. In other words, the bottom line is, he lost everything that was established because of what Abraham was. But did you realize Abraham never went back to find out what the family was doing? He didn't have time for it. Because God demand on your life is going to require for you to focus on what he needs done. That don't mean you don't love him. That means is that you're on assignment. That means you got something that is more pressing than your feelings based on anything else concerning family or anything else. 
I'm not saying in any way neglect family. I ain't saying none of that crazy old stuff. But I am saying is you have to understand where your priorities lie. Everything you do should be in prayer first before you do it, even dealing with the family. Because I know God dealt with me concerning, you know, uh, uh, my siblings. He told me that I better not put my mouth on them. I need to pray for them, which I started doing. He said, who are you to glorify their sin? That really, really hit me right there. Why are you coming into agreement with their sin? And why are you judging it? That put me in check right there. It, it, it really did. So it made me realize, I said, okay, God loves them even more than he loves me. I ain't no better than them. I never will be. But the thing is, the only thing that makes us any difference is our assignment and our purpose of why we do what we do. That's it. It's our calling. It's what we do, what we designed to do. I'm still uh, flesh and blood like they are or anybody else. So I'm no better than them. All I am is just a person that is acknowledging and establishing his divine purpose that God has called me to do. I'm trying to find a jumping off place here. And then 19, a false witness that speaks lies. <clears throat> and so and he sowed this call amongst the brethren. Oh, man. You know, we, we do that a lot in the families. So discord amongst each other, we lie on each other. You know, wow, you know, it's just it's becoming common practice these days. In our personal family, in the family of the household of God, you know, and it's definitely there at the workplace. And just to think, every time that's done, God hates it. Just to think God's expression or God's feeling based on every time that's done. And especially if you do it and you're carrying a Bible. Or you, you, you're, on, you're supposed to be on the uh, divine assignment. Or, better yet, living this purpose-driven life. Now, let me see. I think it's. Uh, I'm going. To, I'm going to close here soon. I just want to jump off on another note here. Let me see if I. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Proverbs 16.3, it says, <clears throat> commit your work to the Lord. I'm not for sure what translation this is. Oh, yes, I do. It's the ESV version. Anyone has a King James, I want you to read Proverbs 16.3 for me. I'm going to read this first. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. Anybody get that? Proverbs 16.3. Come on, help pass out. I need in the King James Version. I can read mine. 
um, Pastor. Okay. Come on. Commit your, commit your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. The Lord your has, what will be established? I'm thoughts. sorry, your what will be established? Okay, your thoughts. Okay, amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Commit mm-hmm. your works to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established. The Lord mm-hmm. has made all for himself. Yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. You want me to continue? Uh, no, ma'am. I just need you to stay. I, I, I just thank you very much. Now, I need somebody. I'm going to read John 3, one and uh, 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 chapter 1, verse 2. I need somebody to turn in the King James for me. John 3, uh, chapter 1, verse 2. I, I'm reading it at ESV. Version again, it says, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you. You see that? And that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. If anybody get there, let me know. Hallelujah. Is anybody else, you know, helping with this? This is for open for everybody now. I, I need some help with this. Come on. Help pass out. John 1. Oh, go ahead. John 3. John 3, chapter 1. John 3, chapter 1, verse 2. You have it, Jeanette? Yes, beloved. Okay. I wish. Mm-hmm. Beloved, I wish all things that thy mayest prosper, mm-hmm. and being as thy soul prosper. Prosper. A- a- amen. A- a- amen. Amen. So God's desire for you is to prosper, to be in good health, to work towards your purpose. Okay. Psalms. I need somebody to read that for me. Psalms 1, uh, chapter 3. I'm going to read it. He is like a tree that's planted by the streams of water, that yields its fruits in season, and its leaves does not wither in all that he does. He prospers. Psalms 1, 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of um, water that bringeth forth his fruit in his seed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. All, that's what you need to write underline right there. Whatever you doeth shall prosper. So when you're operating in your divine purpose, this is where God wants you to be. Whatever you do, 
prosper. Why? Because it brings glory to him. You are, you're operating under an apostolic government, and then you're working towards the you're, – you're, you're operating under divine purpose, and what's happening is everything you do, everything you touch is because God's government is behind you will prosper you. And if we're not doing that, then it's going to take time because, excuse me, what we have to do is come to the knowledge of the truth of why we're doing what we're doing. Amen? Amen. Well, I'm going to jump off there. I want to, I want to hear some kind of feedback before I get off. Um, come on, someone talk to me. Well, after Wait a minute. Operating in God's government is to operate in, in God's divine purpose for for us. And um, what you were minutes ago, in doing so, we do have the government backing us. And we would prosper in uh, whatever our hand we put our hand to the plot, whatever we put our hands to because we are operating in the divine purpose that God has set down for us. And in operating in the divine purpose that God set for us, we will know our purpose. We will know our what? We will know our purpose. But see, you remember, you have to come... Your purpose is God's truth. It says, ever learning, not being able to come to the knowledge of truth. You're learning. But see, it's more than just learning. You have to come to the knowledge of truth. You have to come to the truth of your purpose. See, you you have to come to the truth of your purpose. Why you have, why you're operating in the purpose that you're in, you, 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 why God calls you, why, why are you doing what you, you have to come to the knowledge of truth to your purpose. Somebody else give me something. Good, Jeanette. Thank you. Uh, I want to say that operating in God's government to fulfill your life is mm-hmm. is important to him and it should be to you. When That's your right. purpose mm-hmm. when your purpose driven life is set up to be successful, that means you are where you are. You will be successful if and when you realize the truth of being who you are, and with you, with you not going along with things, because God gives you instruction. When you're not going along or following his instructions, things turn out kind of crazy. And God just looking at you and saying, that's not the way to go. That's not where I want you to be. Wake up. 
do and listen to my instructions so you can be where I want you to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God designed mm-hmm. your day for his purpose. There so you go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, like I said, we are given instructions, you know, and he tells you what not to do to make things even worse because he hates just six things. I mean, it could be much, much more, but these six things cover a lot of things. So we need to be aware to stay away from these things because, you know, his, his instructions don't point out, you know, oh, adultery is okay. It's not. We all learned that it's not. Not to him because he hates it. And if we were on course with our purpose, with his purpose, we would be where we should be right now. We shouldn't be saying, woe is me. How come? Why is this? No, that's not where we're supposed to be. Because if we were listening to him, we would be successful. Every... Every Tuesday, I mean, every Wednesday and every Sunday, y'all are getting divine instructions. So y'all can live a successful life or, better yet, a God-driven purpose life. Every Tuesday, I mean, every Wednesday and every Sunday, y'all have... Uh, uh, the blueprint, the blueprints, and I'm gonna say this: when they are building a building and they developing a building, or they creating or, or designing the whatever the case may be, when they start building that building, several times as they build that building, they have to go back and look at that blueprint to make sure that the building is being set up or being put together correctly. How many times are we doing this for our own life by dealing with the Word of God? How many, how many times are we doing that? So you made a good point, sis, an awesome point. You made an awesome point, and that's good. Do you have anything else you need to add to that? Um, well, you know, you, you meditate, you know, you learn more, you understand more, your heart will hold on to it. And uh, God's instructions will get followed much, much easier than you struggling on trying to understand what's going on. Just keep keep his word in mind, keep studying his word, and your heart will be set where you won't even think about doing these six things that God hates. Well, let me say that you need to do more to keep the word in your mind. It needs to be established in your heart. Because your heart is what's going to manifest God's word, not your right. mind. Right. All right? I'm okay. that heart. Okay. Okay. No, no, okay. Since we record, I just want to make sure we, uh, uh, we, we, you know, we, we write on what, what, what we're talking about. Anybody else?
keep your mind and your thoughts, keeping the line together, um, what the Bible says, uh, don't lie, to stay out of other people's businesses. That's just, just about it. Now, uh, Annie mentioned something very important. Stay out of other people's business. Stay out of it. Don't be quick. So you know what that means, don't you? That's even when it comes down to dealing with certain things and dealing with your children and stuff like that. Certain things you're just not supposed to be involved in. God wants to be involved in it. He wants to deal with it. You have to learn and know when to step out and step away. You can't solve everybody's problem. That's good, Annie. How about you, Junior? Well, what I got out of this uh, today was um, I got out of so much. Um, so basically, what I got was to focus on what God has in store for you so you keep meditating and keep <clears throat> focusing on him and you you're fine you're going to find your what your purpose is and then when you find what your purpose is you have to keep going for after your purpose but you can't keep going after your purpose if you're in in a lot of mess <clears throat> and why That's, is that i'm sorry why why, why is that why you can't keep going after your purpose if you're involved in a lot of mess? Why? Because that's stopping that's stopping the hands of blessings coming in in in, in your way. So if mm-hmm. you're in a lot of chaos and a lot of, because one thing for sure, God is not God is not in chaos. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> God doesn't make chaos. So. If you're if you're in a whole bunch of chaos and if you're in a whole bunch of mess, that means one you're not meditating a lot and you're not seeking after him and you're going off the wrong track. So that's what I learned. Yeah, okay. Now all right. All right. Now here's the thing. I've been teaching on divine purpose for a while now, and and uh, I have a question to ask you all on teaching of this teaching of divine purpose. Has it brought y'all closer to God and opening up your understanding on your Christianity or what you're supposed to be doing? Has it brought you closer to God, and has it opened up your understanding of your Christianity, talking about this divine purpose? It stays on my mind constantly, Pastor. It stays on my mind, and uh, I, I write it down, you know, I'm walking in God's purpose, and, you know, that has to mean something to me. Because it means something to him. My heart 
is is going in that direction. I don't think it's where I want it to be, and it may not be where God wants it to be. But you got to be. Well, you got to start. You got to mm-hmm. start. And I think I have started. So that's that's too so, where. I- so the question to you again, Donna. This teaching on divine purpose, has it been a help to you at all? Yes, it has. Mm-hmm. Why has it been a help? Has it make you more aware, or what, what has it done? It, it does. It, it makes me aware of what's going on around me. You know, and I, I look at uh, even people walking in the street, they say, now, you know, you're not supposed to judge people by the way they look, by the way they dress. Don't even talk. So I'm saying my purpose is not to judge people, but it's to have in my heart what God wants there. He gave me instructions on how to do that and what he wants. So I need to be mindful of what I'm saying, who I'm saying it to, and even how I say it. So... I believe I am mindful of what's going on. Okay. So this so this divine purpose that I've been teaching on for several weeks has truly been a blessing to you. Yes, sir. Amen. It made me more aware. It just made me more aware. Okay. Than I was before. All right. Okay. For me, it's right. been a... Mm-hmm. Go ahead. For me, it's been a more idle opener um, to uh, to the errors that I have come across, um, and it's just reminding me more and more where I need to tighten it up and where I need to, um, and the things that I'm doing, keep doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's, that's good. That's good. That's good. So you're saying, Junior, that this teaching on, on divine purpose is basically keeping you more sharper and more aware of of uh, of what you supposed to be focused on through God. Yes. Okay. Amen. All right. Somebody else give me something. I'm getting ready to close here. I'm doing this for a purpose. Come on. Somebody else give me something. Um. It is. Um. Your teaching on divine purpose has been uh, has made me. Um, well, what I'm saying, yes, it it has made me uh, uh, clear in reference to. Um, well, I'm trying to answer your your question directly. Um, the answer is yes, in reference to um, my Christianity, in reference to being um, more aware of of what's going on. And um, it's, it's making me aware of the different levels um, of when you're, you're being t- 
tested or you being um, going to another from glory to glory, my point here is saying, is, is making me aware that we are not supposed to be stagnated. And when you reach a level of uh, maturity, you're constantly growing. There's, it's, it's never said we have arrived. And I'm saying this because, um, and it has to be truthful, based, based on the truth, because um, if it's my own understanding, I'm in error. But if it's under the understanding of, of God or the Holy Spirit or the word that you've been um, giving to us through the Holy Spirit is making me very conscious of my divine purpose. And um, I'll give an example. When um, in conversation with with um, um, people on the job supporting this negative um, statement about people, uh, it had... It has showed the results of things being like that. And then mm-hmm. uh, the way that that happens, I'm trying to put but it has to be a confession of the truth, which I have, um, um, which I was so thankful that um, I had confessed that to you. And then I was seeing, I saw the fruit of, of it in reference to Ephesians. 9 and 30, in reference to even the people we're working with, it said, you know, in reference to um, not having anything um, evil or, um, you know, think, I'm not quoting it right, but, you know, speaking ill of people. And, mm-hmm. and to, to uh, what the old saying people always say, if you don't have nothing good to say out your mouth, then don't say anything at all. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize how the old saying was really quoting something that was in the Word. And and if you on your purpose, your divine purpose, God will reveal so many different things and it will cause it to... to, to to see the importance of your purpose and mm-hmm. how you have to live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, it will it would also keep you away from uh, anything that's coming against your purpose. Right. And soon as I confess that, as soon as I sold the seed on it, I was walking, uh, doing my um, patrol, and I saw myself in the courts of heaven. And the, Amen. And it was being addressed. Amen. As well, Amen. Happens to all yep. that was my concern. So I just okay. thank you right. for that and for keeping us um, on track about our purpose the divine purpose that God has for us and okay. and the extension of the divine purpose within a government, uh, apostolic government, because that's even okay. more important. That's, yeah. uh, all right, okay, okay. Uh, you had a lot to say, but okay. I wanted to keep it a little short, but I wanted you to get out what you had to get out. All right, who else? Okay, and then the question is, 
is me teaching on divine purpose, has it been a blessing to you, and, and has it helped you? Come on, Andy, talk to me. Well, the, the words that you have shown us and read to us, with the blueprint you, uh, your blueprint that you're showing to us, uh, it's easier. It's easier to help me follow in the footprints of the Lord because I know what I'm looking for, and mm-hmm. they showed me a purpose that I'm supposed to be doing instead of being in the darkness. I, mm, did, I good... don't struggle now. That, that's, that's a good point that you just made. I, I never looked at it like that, Andy. That's a real good point you just made, you know, um, uh, about your, you know, uh, uh, your, your purpose. It caused you to search for, you know, your purpose caused you to search, but you know what you're looking for when you look for it. It, it doesn't keep you in darkness. It, it moves you to knowing what you need to know when you need to know it. I mean, that's, that's awesome. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Go ahead, Annie. I didn't mean to cut you off. I, that's, that's real good. I'm pretty much finished. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm pretty much finished. Um, oh, okay. I just, uh, I just wanted to get that in. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Okay. Did I get everybody? Gene, you comment? Yes. <clears throat> okay, all right. Okay, all right. Okay. Now, I want y'all to hear what everybody has said. Think about what everybody has said. It's so important, this, your divine purpose, it's so important, it has literally caused y'all to come out of prison on certain things that have been keeping y'all locked in. From awareness to understanding what you need to do, from searching for certain truth, for acknowledging uh, 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 whom you are. Y'all have grown. Y'all have developed. Y'all are growing. Y'all have grown. And um, you need to celebrate the victory because now, right, now as things move forward, right, you're going to understand as the word being taught, we go, go on different subjects or whatever the case may be, you're going to understand within the teaching that me and Reverend are doing, it's a divine purpose in there for y'all to develop a certain way or to move a certain thing out of your life. So it's not just no more flaky Christianity. Now you know there's a reason for what's being taught and, and why it's being taught. How and why. That's what I tried to say. So now I'm getting ready to close in prayer. Father, we thank you for this word today. We bless you. We had one powerful time with you today. We thank you for all the comments, everything that you are doing, 
everything that you are expressing to us, every opening that you are doing, every move, Lord God, we thank you for it and we bless you for it. So, Father, as this week goes on, keep us in mind of your divine purpose for our week. Thank you for these divine instructions. Thank you for everything. And, Father, we repent if we haven't been following instructions like we should. And we just surrender ourselves to you, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, guys, I'm getting ready to um, shut this thing down, and um, I'm getting ready to do is stop this recording. If you want to sow into new life, thou. Go ahead, Junior. If you, I can't remember all of it. I'm sorry, but if you want to sow into new life, thou. Five, four. I can't remember. I'm sorry. I can't remember it. Okay, well, five, four. Is it two, four, four? No, it's five, four something. Oh, man, that's not good. We're recording this, too. <laughs> Oh, who who can help us out here? Because <clears throat> Reverend normally do this. <clears throat> well, I know if if you go into uh, New Life CCM. <clears throat> On the World Wide Web, going to New Life CCM, uh, give, um, and, and, and you can sow your seed through the web that way. Um, I, text NLCCMG at 54244. And... Um, we want to thank everyone uh, that has heard this broadcast or have um, have listened to this message for the day. And um, God bless you. And uh, I want everyone to have a wonderful week. Let me.